0: All right, I've
1: had enough of that beat now. I'm done. I haven't. I'm I, could have, I could listen to that for another 20 minutes.
0: Really? Yeah. I want to listen to you for an hour. <laughs> That's why I want to get rid of it and listen to you for an hour. Yeah,
2: bullshit.
1: Danny boy.
0: Petey boy. God, we had a week off last week. We're back and we're fresh. Bloody man flu, mate. Bloody man it's, flu. It's,
1: it's a terrible affliction. <sighs> and it can't be sneezed at, as I said last week in the post. It just can't be sneezed at, pun intended. And uh, But we're both fighting fit. Ready, Fraction. Thanks for all the kind words. You've got a lot of kind words, actually, on Twitter particularly.
0: Yeah. From people wishing us all the best. Which is why I'm going to tell people, uh, which is why I'm not going to tell people it wasn't Manfloor. I just couldn't be fucked. (laughs) Um, So, uh, good. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. Oh, yes. Yeah, I know. This is crazy, you guys. This is crazy. Uh, Dan's on the left and I'm on the right. I mean, Jesus Christ. So Everything's uh, turned upside, upside down. Upside down. The world is upside down at the moment, mate. But um, The world is looking... on, on the dick at the moment, isn't <laughs> it? Hello to our fellow Victorians, you oh, poor bastards. Poor bastard. um, Shout out in particular to our, our mates uh, who are Twitch streamers and podcasters and just legends in the general gaming and esports community across the country, but particularly in Melbourne. We are thinking of you. Mm. Um, yeah, far out. They've copped it again. They've <sighs> copped three good long months of bloody gaming time, you lucky
1: bastard! <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, like, I know it's shit. You wouldn't wish it on anyone, but it, there is a positive, and that is a hard. A six-week lockdown period to me is six weeks of gaming. Mm.
0: You know what I'd give to go into lockdown again? <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: No, I'm just kidding. It is shit, house. It is it is
0: people's livelihoods that um that we are. Well, to that yeah, and yeah. that's
1: why you wouldn't wish it on anyone, and it, and it wears pretty thin pretty quick, but um. Bloody hell, there is an opportunity to do some gaming. 100% there is. And, and as we've said before, but one of the few industries come out of gaming, coming out of COVID, sorry, the other side um, doing just as well, even maybe better, is bloody gaming. So it
0: is bloody gaming, Dan. It's yeah. bloody sensational. Bloody gaming.
1: Isn't it? Hey, um,
0: look, we've got uh, obviously a fair few people watching, and, and hello to you if you're listening to this by the time the podcast is out. Um, we've got quite a show lined up for you tonight. <laughs> quite the show. A lot of exciting, a lot of fun things. I've yeah. had a haircut.
1: You have. What do you think? Uh, do you like it, or is I, it is
0: it a bit? I bloody um, love it, mate. Or love... Is it a bit late eighties perm?
1: Oh no, mate. There's nothing wrong with that. Thanks, mate. I just had a little, just yeah, a little snip. Yeah, it gets a bit. Just to tidy up to the bit. a tiny bit. I'm getting bit pissed off with my long hair. Oh, ah, yeah. When my daughter can pick up my hair in a ponytail and show her friends, they all laugh at me. It's probably time for me to cut it. Cut.
0: It's rough, isn't it? That's rough. It is rough. Um, so I'm just going to do a quick response, uh, to my contact. Oh, Dan content. at the southeast Melbourne yes. Phoenix, the southeast Melbourne Phoenix basketball, basketball.
1: professional basketball team.
0: club, um, and I'm just going to say, uh, go to the website, ask to <clears throat> join meeting, and it should ask for all of the details I have provided. And I'm looking very much uh, forward to our guests. Uh, but it's going to be fun. It's it going to be, be fun. a lot of fun. It will be fun. In the meantime, yeah. we've got other stuff to get into, mate. We've got a show to do. We shall bloody we do, shall Let's we do go, this bloody go. show? Let us bloody go and do this. Here we show, here we show, here we show. Here we show, here we show, here we show. Here we show. Okay, I not know really, here we show. Really am for Attack Watch. commences in 60 seconds. Welcome to The Game on Australia, Goa Weekly Show, episode number... Ah! I think it's 179. I think it's 178. Is it all confirmed? Keep going. Okay, you confirm that uh, <laughs> as I continue while we do this in a uh, wet and wintry bloody great day for gaming. Oh, right? mate, but Dan, tell me what day is it? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, neither do it's I. It's 178, by the oh, way. Crazy, right. 178. Oh, there no, you go. Up your date. Uh, <laughs> tonight on the show, quite a big show planned for you guys, actually. Far out, there's a lot happening. We will have the top three things that games need to hear, as we always do, including the Xbox Games Showcase and everything that you need to know. Um, a much less loved retro game is coming to Nintendo Switch Online. You've got to hear this. And plus, the designer of the NES has uh, done an interview and dished some dirt on Nintendo's early days. So we're going to bring you those. Uh, We'll have the PLE Goa game as well, game of the year. And of course, our legends, our guests from the southeast Melbourne Phoenix tonight. Let's go.
1: Time Excellent Game on Game On. It's game
2: time. Excellent. Oh, bye.
0: My name is Pete.
1: My name is Dan the Internet.
0: And for the next hour, we're going to bang on about games because we bloody love gaming, Dan. And Pete, What else do we bloody love? Mate, it's bloody gaming. And I'll tell you what, mate. mate. We've written it down. We can't fuck around tonight. We're gonna get on with it. So (laughs) let's let's dive right in. Um the (laughs) Good Game of the Year is on its way. Thanks to our mates at PLE Computers. Uh $50 (laughs) gift card for you guys to squander on their website, though you won't Mm. be squandering it because they've got a lot of great gear there that you need um, to add to your gaming setup. And to do that, you've got to be watching. Uh, the interview that we're going to have very soon between a couple of legends. Uh, now I can reveal them. They will be Adam Gibson Gibbo Gibbo and the captain of the Southeast Melbourne <laughs> Phoenix Mitch Creeky Creek. Going to be on this show thanks to uh, thanks to Streamraiser. Yeah. which was last uh, last week um, a great initiative by the Starlight Children's Foundation uh, to raise much-needed funds. I got a chance to actually catch up with an industry legend um, who's a mad Escape from Tarkov player. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's actually where he built... The incredible, incredible community around him yep. um, as, uh, as we speak. Um, and uh, more reveals coming up very soon. Yeah. But yo underscore 43, what is up, you bloody dead set legend? What is up? Oh, my
1: goodness. Oh, far out. How have you been, mate? How are you going? Me? Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm all right. I'm all right. Had a bit of a rage quit incident last week. What happened? Of, I'll tell you later. It affected my gaming. So really? I haven't been gaming of much of late, but um, otherwise doing all right. How about you? I'm, uh, I'm
0: going well. I'm going very well. It's actually just been kind of nice to um, have a bit of a breather.
1: Yeah, because you're Uh, on your day job break, aren't you, at the moment? I am. So I've got
0: two weeks off the radio, the breakfast radio stuff, uh, which has allowed me to get into some gaming time, um, get back on top of some other things. I mean, how good. It's like an
1: old friend, isn't it? It is like an old friend. It's always there, ready for you. Yeah,
0: 100%. No matter how much I ignore it or try to, how much life tries to take me away from it my family and my wife, kids' jobs. It's always there, and it's just like. always there, just waiting. Gaming just goes, Pete. Don't worry about it, mate. You do what you need to do. Yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll be here. here. I'll be here with a warm That's hug.
1: Exactly what it is.
0: Yeah. Um, it was Pesley who I caught up with uh last week, by the way. Um, he's raised over a million dollars for the Starlight Children's Foundation. <laughs> wow. This year.
1: Wow. Yeah, this. That's awesome.
0: Year. Yeah. Such a great foundation too. It really Starlight, is. So. Um, so yeah. very, very good. Uh, a lot of good stuff on the way, but let's dive into the top three things that games need to hear this week.
1: As I mentioned, Dan, we ain't pissed farting around tonight. What do you got for us right off the bat? So straight off number one, that games radar reports that the Xbox games showcase the big reveal of their next series, uh, next gen, sorry, uh, games mm. to come with the console. Mm for the new Xbox Series X, Mm -hmm. Uh, apparently on July 23rd at 9 a.m. PT Pacific Time. Now, I've done the conversion already. I like this. So that is actually, yeah, so that's July 24th, Mm. 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, midnight Western Standard Time. Midnight. On July 24th. Why do they hate Australians, man? Well, they no do. I know. Shit. I know, like, know boss. But you know what? Don't get me wrong. Like, I understand it. The but US you, companies. But are... on a, on a uh, Friday, it's a Friday morning, so you could do a late night Thursday night gaming session into the reveal. Mm. Um, the rumors are out that the four games that are being talked about uh, and showcased on in this particular event is uh, a little thing called Halo. Get out. Yeah, Master Chief apparently is making an appearance. Are you serious? So I'm... He's
0: coming along for a this run. Is according
1: to this, this is not this is just what we've read on this on this in this article. Thanks for the raid, reflex. Fable four. And uh Raphael as well. Fable was a fantastic Fable three was awesome. Did so. you play it? Oh yeah. What, I because I never played it. Oh no. I just it was, enjoyed it. It was a game I never would have played, but a friend of mine said, Go on and give it a go. And I yeah. loved it. So yeah, okay. Fable Four. Uh, apparently, there's a secret little project by a company called The Initiative, and that's apparently going to be awesome. Ooh,
0: I like secret projects.
1: And uh, more on a game called Senua's Saga, Hellblade Don't 2. call me a moron. Hellblade 2.
0: Hellblade, okay, so um, yes, Senua's Sacrifice. Yeah, that's one. Uh, the original one, which um, I'm very close to picking up on Switch, because I haven't played it yet. Um, people tell me you should play it. Um, but Senua's Sacrifice Part 2. On its way.
1: We know full well that our man, the historian, will be all over this because he loves the bloody good game show Cas reveal. Doesn't doesn't he he just? He's got new baby and everything, but he'll be there doing his thing and reporting on it. So big news, big news for me, particularly because I'm an Xbox man, so I'm very looking forward to that. Um, So there you go. And we will have everything that you
0: need to know once it is revealed and Mm. released at gameonaus.com. Dan, a a fan favourite is making its way to Nintendo Switch Online. Now, um, you've got a Switch in the family. I have. I've got a Nintendo Switch on the, in the family. Um, you're actually tossing around whether or not to get a...
1: getting a second. Yeah, we're going to get a Switch.
0: White, <laughs> Listen, we're talking like they're our kids. Yeah, We're, we're thinking about having a second. Um, <laughs> don't quite know if we can afford it yet, um, but you know what? Sometimes you just have to dive in. You always regret... There's a famous saying, you always regret the ones that you didn't have. <laughs>
1: I tell you what, it's actually it's, oh my was Just as a little side note to this, and this is for a future episode, Pete. But um, gee whiz, it's bloody hard when you've got kids that love gaming and trying to get them to share um, a console mm. in a in an era where we're not split-screening. Yeah, yeah. And that's the issue we've got. They mm. will not play split-screen, so I have to go and buy another Switch mm-hmm. for my son. That's a slippery.
0: That's a slippery slope too, because yeah. it's um, then it's you got to go buy two. Of the games. Then you've that's got to get... Yeah, yeah. yeah, so yep.
1: they both want to play Animal Crossing on a Switch. So I'm going to have to go buy another bloody version of Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. So that's $70. bucks. Mm. i am going to buy them a Switch Lite because I'm a tight ass. So that's mm-hmm. another $300. $300. Yeah, so 370 bucks later, you know, and I've got to save money for my Xbox Series X. <laughs> anyway.
0: It's a hard knock life, mate. It really <laughs> yeah. is. um Oh, I've just seen Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I have it on hand that um, some of our legendary writers currently have that in their hot little mitts, just between you and me okay. already. Uh, and you will see those reviews coming out very soon, gammonos.com. But uh, an old fan favourite is coming to Nintendo Switch Online. I have the, do you have the online subscription service? Uh, yes. Yeah? Yeah. Mate, it's bloody good value. I'll throw it out there. Year, it? 30 bucks a year, 30 bucks a year. It's ridiculous. Uh, and the games that you get, with it, the Super Nintendo games, the NES games, you know, yeah. the, the myriad of things that it sort of opens you up to. Um, just an opportunity for us old farts to relive our childhood, really. <laughs> but this is uh, an absolute ripper. Donkey Kong Country is coming in a Nintendo Switch Online's oh, catalogue of retro games. Yeah. July 15 is when it will drop, but Donkey Kong Country, mate. Oh, my bloody, God. Bloody yes. Uh, along with it, um, for Super Ness, Natsumi Championship Wrestling, and uh, for Ness, The Immortal is coming as well. Oh. I never played those games back in the day. No. Um, but uh, The Immortal, here's, here's something for you. It's a... It's an Electronic Arts game. It's an EA oh, game. Yeah. Before EA was look at us, we're soccer yeah, and yeah, Madden yeah, yeah. and
1: yeah, yeah. So and that's in my era. EA back in the day were epic. They were yes. awesome. They were so, not. Not Epic the company. I mean, Epic is in fantastic. Um, some really great titles. So that's exciting.
0: Yeah, I'm uh, very excited. I I'm excited in particular that I got back into. So the first time that I played Donkey Kong Country was uh, with the uh, on a, on Super Nintendo. Yeah. yeah. Um, in my brother's best mate's games room. Uh, yeah. Back in the bloody yeah, nineties, yeah, he was the only one. Yeah, he's the only one out of all of us, out of all of our family group of friends and stuff like that, that had a Super Nintendo, and he had everything. He had the bloody Mario. Pa- I don't remember if you remember. Um, Mario Paint was on that console, and it actually yeah. had a little mouse with it as well. No, I don't remember. Yeah. You know, okay, so, yeah. and it had this. I remember playing this game called Nat Attack. Yeah. where you had like a fly swatter and you just had to use the mouse to point and click and slap yeah. the, you know, it was bloody good fun. Yeah. Um, this, the SNES gun is still one of my favourite yes. gun designs yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, of all time. But, of course, Donkey Kong Country was an instant classic. Um, and when it came out on the SNES Mini, um, that was half the reason why I picked the SNES Mini up um, to get it. And uh, I started doing speed runs through it just to see if I could, you know, roll yeah. it as quickly. I got pretty good at it. Um, but... Yeah, mate, it just all of the, the, the thing about the Donkey Kong country that I love the most is the soundtrack. And and funnily enough, we were talking about this just moments In ago up, because yeah. we got Game of the Year coming up and I was rolling some of the audio uh the game themes that um Creaky and Gibbo are gonna play off against each other with into the system and and you said it right, you know, sounds just There's something about the audio element of a game just makes it what it is. Don't get me wrong, the visual element obviously is important because you're playing a game. But without getting the audio element right, I personally think is one of the most important aspects of the game.
1: I liken it to, um, I've been watching a lot of MasterChef lately because I love to cook, and I liken it to smelling a dish and it evokes memories of, you know, Let's say you smell fish and chips. Oh, that reminds me of eating fish chips with mum and dad when I was ten. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Same- well, I still
0: you mentioned fish and chips and I still remember sitting on um, my parents' uh, family room floor on the carpet around a little coffee table. Mm. And part of the reason why it was so exciting was it always happened on a on a Friday night. Yeah. It was treat night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're yeah. continuing that with our daughters. Yeah, same um yeah. and uh it, it was the only time that we were allowed to sit anywhere else other than the dining room. <laughs> dining to- yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 And that's, you know, um, I think when you hear these, particularly back um, early days of gaming, they put a lot of stock into uh, sound. And they still do this day, but a lot of stock into soundtracks and they hired really, you know, expensive composers to make great tunes. And I can hear California Games, the surfing soundtrack. Oh, my God, California Games. You know, I can still hear that. Um, I actually learned how to play that. That's how I got California yeah, yeah, yeah. it. California Games. You was, know, that... that- Far out, Dan. I'm
0: just tossing it out there. Mm. Tonight, we were talking about – sorry to interrupt. I'll let you go that's in a minute. It. We were talking about we got to do our next song. Maybe California Games to Tupac's California Love yeah. might oh. be our next song.
1: That's <laughs> a great idea. Um, yeah, so, you know, you uh, hear those songs and you, it it takes you back to being whatever age you were playing those games and wherever you were playing them. So, um, yeah, and, the, and that's why that's, that's so great about this game of the year thing because you get to hear these songs and go – well, these soundtracks go. What the hell is that? Like, I've heard that somewhere, and there's somewhere in your brain, if you're a gamer, where you know you've encountered that before. Yep. Except for number three this week, I've got—I'd never seen, heard that for my life.
0: Number three this week. Yes. Um. If it will be interesting to see if if people, even watching, will actually pick I it up. Understand? Yeah. Um. Because I am convinced that this particular game that number three represents, or the the the, the opening theme from this particular game, <laughs> um. Sort of was that before it took
1: off, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean exactly? Um, hey, uh, just talk amongst yourself for a moment. Uh, so that's the game of the year coming up. We're going to have uh, Creaky and Gibbo playing off against each other. Uh, and the benefit is, or the bonus is, is, that people looking in Twitch might be able to win a little special prize. Um, so yeah, that's that. DK Country, I mean, honestly, like, I. Look, I've played a bit of that with my kids on the uh, Mini, and I uh, think okay, it's one of the few games on that console that really <clears throat> aged pretty well. Yep. Um, like a fine but, wine. But, is it, but it, it, it was so groundbreaking at the time, too. You know, like this whole 3D thing, or it looked 3D, um, the co-op, you know, it was... It looked 3D. You're right about the it, whole... Was it the first time we got introduced to other members of the DK family?
0: Uh, for Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Country, like Diddy Kong. Yeah, yeah. um, There was Cranky Kong, uh, Far Out, mate. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Funky Kong. Yeah, funky. Um, I can't remember who the chick was, but it was the chick in the bikini. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Yes, mate. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, well, they they completely actually, they arced out the entire universe. Yes. Um, okay, let's move on to the third thing that gamers need to hear this week. And hello to all of the legends who are currently watching us on Twitch. Hello. And if you are listening to us right now uh, on the podcast, it'll be Friday, by the way. Happy Friday Happy for you. Happy
2: Friday. Mm.
0: Hey, um, tonight, don't forget, we have a $50 PLE gift card to go for Goers Game of the Year in chat. Uh, if you're watching this right now, that's where you guys get to get involved because our two guests tonight from the South East Melbourne Phoenix will be playing off against each other, but they will be representing one each of you guys. Mm. So uh, you might score yourself a win there. Um, Dan, the final thing the gamers need to hear this week, and this is kind of an interesting. It's not really news, but it's more the fact that I just thought it was what's, interesting. What's gossip. The designer of the NES has dished the dirt on Nintendo's early days. Um, this from kotaku.com.au. It goes on to say, when discussing Nintendo's rise as a digital dreamsmith in the 80s, game designers like Shigeru Miyamoto. Oh,
1: very good. We're not worthy. <laughs> We're not worthy. We are not we worthy. We are not worthy,
0: sir. And Gunpei Yokoi. Uh, get most of the limelight. But it was the hardware designed by Masayuki Uemura. That served up Very their weird. fantasies to millions around the globe. I can tell you I did practice these. Yeah. At first. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, this is um, pretty awesome stuff. They were, of course, the uh, Mas- Masayuki Uemura was the engineer who designed Nintendo's first cartridge-based system, the family computer, also known as the Famicom. Ah oh, yes. Also known Famicom, as yes. the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yes. With a design based on the arcade hardware that powered Donkey Kong, the Famicom quickly revolutionised home gaming in Japan when it was released in 1983 as the NES. It revitalised the home video game market in the United States after the Atari market crashed. From then on, it proceeded to deliver a steady stream of Japanese fantasies into the hearts and minds of people around the world. It's hard to imagine a world today without Yuemura's. Machine. He joined Nintendo in 1972, and it uh, and it's sort of kind of how what were Nintendo doing in 1972? You reckon? I think they were a game. I think they were a card company. Okay. I, I kid you not. I this is I'm sort of trying to drag something from the back of my mind here, and I think there are people, <coughs> excuse me, who are watching this right now who are better who will, placed yeah, to to figure this out than I did. Um, but I I have a feeling that they were a, a trading card company. Okay.
1: Why? I just think it's you curious. Know? No, no, no. It's just curious that this dude joins this company and is, you know, um, pretty integral in their future success. They wouldn't have known that at the time. Yeah, 100%. Especially if they were a card company. Yeah, yeah 100%. You know. Yep. Um, but clearly he probably had skills in, uh, in where they were going. Yeah. Which is what happened. Well, he came across from Sharp. Remember that
0: company, ah, Sharp? Totally yes, yes. So Kotaku, yes. to him, what was Nintendo like when you joined the company? He goes on to say, one of the things that surprised me when I moved from Sharp to Nintendo was that while they didn't have a development division, they had this kind of development warehouse full of toys, almost all of them American. Kotaku goes on to ask, what were your impressions of Nintendo's former president, Hiroshi Yamauchi, who ran the firm from 49 to two? He said he loved Hanafuda and card games. I remember once early on a birthday party for an employee and he showed up and got right into Hanafuda with anyone. Uh, I'd love to know what Hanafuda is. I I don't know what Hanafuda is. Yeah, like a card game or something. Uh, Kotaka then asked him, did you feel behind the curve compared to other game companies back then? He says, in the 70s, we had no idea what was going on with companies like Namco or Atari because we were in Kyoto. If you lived in Tokyo, you'd probably pick up lots of things about companies like Taito or CEO yeah, yeah, or Namco, yeah, yeah, yeah. or even what was happening in America, but none of that filtered down to Kyoto at all. <laughs> That's Kyoto for you. A little standoffish, going its own way and proud of it. To a certain degree, not even caring about the outside world. Mm. A little conservative when it comes to new things. When I worked for Sharp, I took many business trips to Tokyo, but when I started working for Nintendo, that completely stopped. It's pretty shocking when I think back on it, but Kyoto has always been kind of closed off that way. So no, there wasn't any sense of us being behind and more so because they didn't really know what was going on around them. Uh, Kotaku asks him, I've heard that the atmosphere inside the company was very competitive with a big rivalry between Nintendo's two R&D divisions. He goes on to ask, uh, answer, there wasn't really any R&D one and two. It was just Yokoi and Uemura. There wasn't any rivalry. Yokoi found me and recruited me in Nintendo. He was my senpai. Ah. What's a senpai?
1: Close of sensei?
0: I don't know. But the way that you went, ah,
1: well, made me think thought. that you I knew. Thought, no, I thought it might have been a, gaming, <laughs> a gaming version of a sensei.
0: It was Yamauchi who set, set us up as rivals. It was symbolic, which is important in any corporate organisation. Uh, that's why he created R&D 1 and 2. And this is where the interesting um, stuff sort of starts to come in. He said, how did the Famicom project come about? It all started with a phone call in 1981. Yeah. President Yamauchi told me to make a video game system, one that could play games on cartridges. He always liked to call me after he'd had a few drinks, so I didn't think much <laughs> of it. How good Sounds is he? like my old man. <laughs> I just said <coughs> excuse me. I just said, sure thing, boss, and yeah. hung up. Yeah. It wasn't until the next morning when he came up to me sober and said, That thing we talked about, you're on it, that it hit me he was being serious. And then they, you know, he goes on to sort of uh, talk about some other sort of bits and pieces. <laughs> but, that's great. Um leading on from there, you can read that at kotaku.com.au uh, by the way, but it's uh, and we'll put that up on our um social media, our Facebook and and Twitter. But um yeah, far out. Just interesting stuff.
1: Well, it um from my experience too, a lot of successful companies are built around their culture. And we know that working in the radio game, if, you, if your culture's right on your outside the studio, it generally leads to great content on the show, right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I reckon the same thing. It sounds to me like um, as much as that was called the dirt, it was really more a reflection on how they got to where, you know, you need a bit of it in, in a competition, I think, especially in something like gaming. Mm. If you've got really talented people, look at how Apple grew with Steve Jobs, you know, like, like, he had a few people under him, you know, um, doing stuff too, but they clearly were feeding off each other yeah, to yep. build what became a, you know, a pretty good product. Yeah. Um, I've, and, I've, and, and, and conversely, I actually feel like Apple's really dropped off and this is just my opinion since jobs sadly passed away. Cause I don't really feel I had that, um, innovator anymore. You know, mm. that's just, again, my opinion. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, so it's, yeah, it's, it's clear to me that they probably had a bit of a visionary lead in the company. Who likes to drink and who doesn't, you know, for a couple of... I love that, you know, like, <laughs> he used to when he was drunk. That's exactly like my old man.
0: Love a bevy? <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, by the way, uh, and now I've just seen that um, Adam Gibson has entered the waiting room mm. for this meeting, so he's uh, he's patiently waiting. Gibbo. Gibbo. Well, you have to wait two and a half minutes, Gibbo. Um, can't wait to talk to this bloke. My God, both of them. It's going to be awesome. Um, but just quickly, mate, I... Uh, um, There's um, a couple of things that uh, I haven't mentioned tonight, and we'll leave the top three things that gamers need to hear there. Mm. And that is uh, during the week we passed 2,000 followers on our Twitch channel. Now, I just want to say thanks to everybody who's come along and and thanks to Beastia underscore AU who just subscribed. Um, 11 months at tier one is bloody magnificent, mate. So thank you very, very much. Um, But uh, this is huge. The reason why this is huge, mate, is I went through some of our old... um, uh, analytics. Oh. Just through yes. some of our numbers. Shits Just and giggles? Shits and giggles, mate. <laughs> and it took us uh, 18 months to... Actually, no. Tell a lie. It took us two and a half years mm. to reach our first 1,000 followers. Mm. It's taken us just five months to make up the next thousand. So Exponential growth, Pete. Exponential growth, mate. We're on our way to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be huge. Oh, my God. Bring on the skyscraper. Oh, my God. We're going to be at the top of the tower.
1: Um, Well, that's a dream, isn't it? Wouldn't it be great to be do this for a living? Imagine imagine a game on us podcast every night. It'd be huge. We could do it. What a great idea. Let's just do it. Let's just do it.
0: Let's just bloody do it, mate.
1: Content, content, content. Content, mate. content is king.
0: <laughs> hey, um, and also the other thing is uh, I'm uh, I'm just announcing um, right now, um, congratulations, you all get the exclusive. Uh, and thank you very much. Oh, VimeSy just bloody blew up. He just uh, subbed five people to the channel. Ah, oh, Vimezy. Thank you,
1: Vimezy. You're bloody legend. Vimezy, you're
0: bloody legend. You get this.
1: wow. wow. wow.
0: wow. 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 So welcome to the sub family, YMV. Dead Fantasy, Sean Bucky One Eight Two, Apolodex Australia's finest, and uh, J Seven Three Nine Five. Welcome. Um, I'm running for president. Um, <laughs> yes. So am I.
1: Are you? <laughs> yeah. Oh, awesome. Oh, well, good luck. Uh, good on ya. Because I can, yeah. Yeah. Because I. Can. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
3: <laughs> oh well done thank
0: you thank I'll you. give you that one thank you I'll give it, Um, poor Gibbo he's bloody waiting ages shall we admit him we should I think. let's admit him let's, him let's bloody dive in dive him on in <clears throat> just waiting for Gibbo to join the chat he's connected there he to comes audio. there he is can you hear us Gibbo can you hear us g'day, g'day mate g'day mate we're live oh yes. we, we're a lot mate we're officially live and we are on Twitch how are you I'm good, man. How you doing? I'm going well. How's, uh, geez, I don't even know where to start. Um, and, uh, look, when Creaky gets here and he, he knocks on the waiting room door, mate, we'll, we'll let him in, but we may as well dive in for you, uh, and get this thing pumping and starting. Thanks for joining us tonight, mate. And, and at such short notice as well. We appreciate it.
4: No, nah, anytime, mate. What a, what a cause to talk about. And obviously, you know, we, we love working with Starlight, so... I'm not very busy at the moment either, so I've got plenty of spare time to uh, to jump on. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, And look, we're over in the west, and um, mate, we we feel for you, uh, yeah. over there in Victoria, because it's literally just come into play. And we'll get to to stream Razor, uh, in just a tick. But you've brought it up, so we may as well dive in. The bloody lockdown! Oh my goodness, how how are you going, mate? Are you okay?
4: It's not so bad for us. Like, I mean, we've been able to to train three days a week with restrictions, whatnot, but. It's kind of somewhat normal it's just you know you can't go out and see your, your mates or friends or go to dinner or yeah, you just yeah. do normal everyday stuff which yeah. has been the most frustrating part now we're obviously going back into lockdown for another six weeks like I think people are gonna go insane so yeah.
0: what happens with you guys in terms of um, in terms of training are you gonna be partnering off with each other like they did last time are you gonna to have to train solo to keep your fitness up like how's that gonna work for you
4: I'm um, I think we find out tomorrow what we're allowed to do, whether we can still go into our private gym to lift weights, um, if we can still use a basketball facility, just us as a as a pro sports team. So we're waiting to find out, but I would assume it's one player, one coach on one half of the court. Um, yeah. The whole distancing thing still comes into play. So hopefully, it just goes back to that, which isn't isn't so bad right now, so far out from the season. But yeah, it's just it's tough. Yeah, tough times.
0: Now, mate, we have um, got you on here tonight, obviously, for a very good cause. You did mention it before, uh, the Starlight Children's Foundation and Stream StreamRainzer, which was last week. Um, I had the pleasure of, of being able to dive in, but you guys have such a, a close affiliation and friendship with the Starlight Children's Foundation. For people who have never heard about either the foundation or the Streamraiser initiative, can you run us through it for them?
4: Yeah, I mean, the, the stream raiser was something we started, uh, we ran it over four weeks. Um, there was four of us athletes from the Phoenix here, so Cole Adnan on a Tuesday night would get on there for an hour, hour and a half, and he's, he's a, quite a musical genius. So he plays guitar, so he had <laughs> two requests and played songs and did like a question-answer type thing. Um, Dane pinot was on the thursday night and he uh, he tried his hand at some baking and some cooking so he was <laughs> he was live streaming some uh baking brownies and making ham all kinds of goodness in the kitchen and right. the same thing question and answer and then mitch and myself which i think he'll talk about later is we, we jumped on and played Fortnite with kids so we obviously wanted donations we played with all the kids anyway but parents were donating you know fifty hundred dollars five ten dollars to just allow their kids, I guess, to jump on Fortnite and, and play some streaming with us. So, I mean, we played a little bit of Fortnite in, in our downtime ourselves, so it wasn't too different for us. But just being able to jump online and see kids and listen and chat to kids and talk to them for, you know, 30 minutes to play Fortnite was a lot of fun. And
0: obviously the, um, the money raised, not just from StreamRaiser, but everything else, all the other initiatives that Starlight Children's Foundation do as well, going to such an incredible cause, mate.
4: Yeah, it is. Um, obviously, it, just, it all goes back to the kids. Um, you know, we've—I'm I'm not sure if we touch on it later—that the amount we raised for our um, what was it, our Christmas appeal game last year? I think it was eleven thousand four hundred and fifty dollars for that, that one game. And yeah, like it's—it's it's just amazing. And then, yeah, I'll, I'll let Creaky get to the numbers for our stream raise that we did over the four weeks. But it was just amazing. And obviously, it all goes back to the kids and their families, and just trying to give them as much of a normal life as possible i suppose have you ever had a chance to go through because uh, i know the
0: some of the funds go to these very special um video games and entertainment rooms in hospitals for these kids have you ever had a chance to go through one of those yourself
4: yeah um every team i've played for we've we've gone in and, and visited the kids wherever it may be and um it's actually a pretty cool room obviously they've got the playstations and the xboxes set up um they have like a little music set up. Um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, we get up on stage and try and sing a song with the, um, all, the, all the workers in there and the kids love it. So, um, yeah, every year we go in. I mean, we would have been in there now um, yeah. on a monthly kind of basis if this whole COVID thing wasn't going on. Obviously, we can't do that. So we, we're trying other ways to help out. But it's just so much fun going in there and mingling with the kids and having some fun and playing games. And um, they just get so much joy out of it as well. Mate, uh, the
0: charity fundraising stuff is is one of the the many facets to your life. Uh, obviously, the other one that's sort of brought you into all of these is your incredible talent as uh, as an NBL basketballer, and having done some stints in the NBA as well, and and the Boomers, and and everything else that comes along with it. But uh, what a year for you guys! I mean, it's the first this the forty second season for the NBL was the first season for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, first season. Yeah, inaugural season. It was. Um, a lot of fun to be part of Um, the the people behind the scenes our GMs our owners our staff have done such an amazing job to make it not a first year team it felt so professional Mm. we had everything we could possibly need to to get off and running and just play games Um, you know obviously with a brand new team it's hard to come in and, and win games straight away we won our first five games and you know things took a turn towards the end of the season but as a brand new club, um, I couldn't have asked for much more. I've been part of a startup clubs before and just the way they, they handle things, the community that get behind us out in the Southeast is amazing as well. So, yeah, uh, we didn't finish where we wanted to finish, but um, it was a lot of fun and a great year for the club starting out.
0: Um, obviously, you know, coming along to a club this far into your career, like a, a first season club this far into your career, um, you're playing now with some guys that you've played against over the years. If if I'm not mistaken, How, what's it like actually? You know, putting flipping that on its head and now having to go. All right, like we've gone toe to toe on the court. Now now we're teammates.
4: Well, it's a lot easier because now you're not giving them elbows and bumping them. <laughs> and, you, know, wraps, you know, it's like um, you know Ben Madden, for example. We had some great battles. He, he's been away from the NBL for a while, but he he came back and joined our team. But when he was here with Sydney, like we used to go at it and, and have some real real battles out there. He's a fiery player like I am. And to have him on my team now was was a lot of fun. And, you know, guys like Ty Wesley, who you just watch him play and you always scout the other team and he's always a handful to deal with. But now having him on your own team, it just makes life so much easier. So um, the, the NBL is pretty tight and everyone gets along fairly well outside of the, the four lines when you're playing. So, it's a lot of fun getting to play with these um, great players from other teams joining new teams. So, yeah, it was cool.
1: It's probably a sense of relief of, you know, I got to guard Ben tonight. He's on my side. Yes. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Big time. I used to chase him around and run in, He used to run me yeah. off screens and give me little chicken wing elbows and yeah. stuff. And it's just good to watch him do that to other people and not me now.
1: <laughs> That's right. Hey, uh, back to your Fortnite stint on Streamraiser. I uh I've had about 3 years of playing Fortnite against kids. Uh not for not for any kind of raising. <laughs> getting your backside kicked against yeah, that's kids myopic. Um, how was the rage considering I'm guessing they were probably much better than you as they were me. I am a shocking
4: Fortnite player. Well the be- the beauty with Fortnite is they are on our team. So the oh, guys that Oh okay. Oh
1: yeah, you're getting the,
4: carried. The, that's great. The players <laughs> we invite in with Mitch and myself the two because you can have up to 4 people oh, yeah, on one yeah. team so we they played on our team, so a couple of them were talking a bit of bit of rubbish, saying yeah. like, "Oh, we weren't that very good," but they were on our team, so that's all right. That was what <laughs> that was, was so cool about it. You're kind of just chatting away to like kids and basketball fans and playing Fortnite and yeah. just talking rubbish that we do with, I do with my mates whenever I play all around the NBL. So well, you know, um, yeah, I, it was a lot of fun. I remember.
1: So I've followed the NBL for a long time. I'm quite an old man these days. Uh, Adam. <laughs> uh, I'm 46 <laughs> years old. So I've been around for a long time and I love the Wildcats for being from Perth, you know, back in the late eighties. And I remember uh, he sadly passed away, a guy called Scott Fenton, but he, um, he was my favorite player and I met him once. And the, and the, like, I remember, but I was about 14 and I just thought, this is the moment. Right. And, mm-hmm these kids had this opportunity with you to game. I mean, that's just awesome. Yeah. You know, what a, yeah, what is. an awesome opportunity.
4: There was, um, so we, we do, um, like member calls, uh, we did kind of a, a month or a couple of months ago, new members that had signed up and we yep. just want to call around and just say, thank you for joining and yep. we appreciate it and whatnot. And one of the calls I had was actually, um, with his mum and her daughter, Lucy, and she was in the car when I called her mom and she had a great chat and, she was actually one of the one of the kids who joined the Fortnite gaming so yeah, she jumped right. on and her, her mom sent me a nice message afterwards afterwards and a picture of lucy sitting on a couch playing um playing Fortnite with us and then we had our holiday camps by like, this last few days and lucy was at the camp again so just that connection that i guess you kind of form from all these different things like yeah. i mean i'm sure she'll remember that forever and when she's older i hope she she comes and finds me and says hello and and lets me know that she was Lucy who was playing Fortnite, you know? 100%. Uh,
1: Actually, I've always wanted to ask this of a a professional athlete as yourself, Gibbo, so I'm going to ask it now. Having played a lot of, um, I wouldn't say your level sport, but I've played a lot of sport over my life and, you know, I I love that, um, I always felt that gaming gave me a competitive outlet to keep scratching that itch, you know what I mean? How different is it? I know it's different in terms of, a, you know uh, the pressure of playing a live sport in front of you know thousands of people, but how different is that when you're trying to make a clutch play, let's say with ten seconds to go, as opposed to coming down to you know the second uh, two squads left in a fortnight battle royale? Um, is that precious innate pressure within yourself still on a similar level? is that if that makes sense?
4: It is. It's obviously the stakes aren't anywhere near no, as No, hard. no, no, <laughs> no. Again, but. Athlete, like that, that competitive thing is there. Like, I get, I hope no one listens when I ever play because I get that mad when, like, I die or like I, <laughs> yeah. I'd i lose. I'm like, yeah. I, I, I yell pretty loud. Yeah. Is that fire yeah. There? Yeah. And there's definitely, like, if you're the last one out of your squad left and you're trying to win the game yeah. for your team, and yeah. there's a the pressure because you can hear them, like, they're trying to tell your staff, yeah. and you know, they're watching, all three people are watching, you're trying to close out the game, and yeah. Yeah, there there is a lot of pressure there for sure. Just but they, just pass it to Jordan. <laughs> oh, Jesus, so, yeah.
0: yeah, Hey, um, Craigie, I uh, this is this is something Dan threw at me earlier today. Um, the the skills that you pick up, do you find that you can transfer anything that, um, you pick up along the way or sharpen yourself a little bit playing video games? Do you do you bring them into your game on the court at all, or do you find that there's transferable skills there?
4: Um, the, the biggest one that I find of value is the communication type stuff. Like, I've always been like a leader and I'm one of the more vocal players on the court, but I find my, I try and stop it when I'm playing games. But yep. I find myself like telling people what's going on or where people are, or like, you know, here's a weapon or here's something you can pick up and I talk way too much during the video game, so I think that kind of that communication, as silly as it sounds, like no, no. that chat yeah. and the general conversation that you have of like, you know, here's a guy coming over here, or watch out, or I've got this for you, like that kind of chat stuff is what I've kind of noticed. It's
1: funny you know you say that because I've got I play with a squad in Fortnite with regular guys, and um one of the guys played professional rugby, and he's exactly the same. He is the communicator. In the, he'll tell everyone. And he's all about that, you know. And it must be that team mentality that comes from a team sport, you know. Um, having that mindset to, to uh, not just look out for yourself, but look out for your teammates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in, yeah. in both a sporting, but also a gaming um, sense. Sense, you know. I'm I'm, I'm the Leroy Jenkins I just got my own, and you
4: know, but, but I play golf too, which is a solo <laughs> sport. So <laughs> maybe that's it. <laughs> you certainly you certainly have roles when you're playing Fortnite. Like you have, yeah, you know, yeah, you have a medic. Someone carry all the med kits and all the all the medical <laughs> stuff, and you have someone that just goes off like a cowboy, rushing in there, and you have a couple of people back like shooting out walls, and yeah, you know, you've got to play your role if you're going to win. People have to play their roles and know well, where they that's belong. Right. Like yeah. I started out, I was a medic. You know, yeah. I used to carry all the meds, bandages, and you know, but it's just part of winning, part of team team sport. <laughs> you're the bandage bazooka guy. I was. I love those
0: guys. That's the me. Bandage bazooka guy. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've got. Um, we've got somebody in chat, uh, Sticks, who's one of our uh, Goa team members. Actually, he's part of the core content team, and he's just said uh, he was lucky enough to have courtside tickets to a game when you were playing for the 36ers. He said you wouldn't shut up. So, <laughs> <laughs> is this when I was playing for my team? Now, <laughs> no, no, for the 36ers, back in the day. No, that's well, me. Yeah, like
1: is that, Mitchell? Oh, Mitch. Those no, kind of
4: those, those courtside seats are a lot of fun because especially when you're playing an away game, like if someone's talking a little bit of rubbish and you, you knock down a shot or whatever, it's, it's a lot of fun looking back and giving them a chick little smile. And,
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: you know I
4: mean?
0: <laughs> oh, God, it's half the fun of watching as well. I can tell you now, mate. <laughs> hey, um, you've repped Australia in the Boomers jersey a fair few times. You've had a glittering career. Um, you've done an Olympics. You did London uh this year was meant to be Tokyo if that was going ahead which of course we, we all know it's been postponed were you gonna were you a chance to don the boomers jersey again
4: nah my um yeah so I kind of started 2010 at the first world champs and then London was 2012 and then Spain was 2014 and kind of I missed out on the Rio Olympics just by like a, a last spot kind of thing to uh Damien Martin um great Perth player and um, kind of since then, um, that kind of ended my, I guess, um, Australian team kind of stuff. Like I put my hand up to help out if they ever needed it, but definitely that new wave of players were coming through. So probably around 2016, 2017, I was kind of done by then. So I, I didn't put my hand up at all and, and obviously wasn't kind of required for, for Tokyo and whatnot. So... Uh, but the, the team right now, it's it's building so well. They got so, we we have so many great players that represent our country, and I'd be I'd be shocked if we didn't uh, medal in Tokyo next year. Hundred yeah. percent. Hey, where's Creaky? Do you know where he's floating around? I cannot no idea. He's uh, <laughs> yeah. He's
1: well, probably keep, playing Fortnite. He's probably <laughs> playing Fortnite. <laughs> <clears throat> well, you uh, might, well, might be online.
0: <laughs> We'll wait another uh, couple of moments um, to see if Creaky makes an appearance. If
1: not, then uh, we'll, we'll we'll move I things on. Can and... I ask? So, Gibbo, um, obviously you would have played some basketball games in the gaming sense in your time. Has there been one, in your opinion, that's really matched the realism of being out there on the court?
4: Uh, a Fortnite game?
1: What game? Sorry, uh, any basketball games like an NBA Two K or? Um, oh. We do not play. No, nah, not really. Not really. No, because uh, <laughs> I, I feel nah, like I, can, I play a lot you can of. You um, like
4: you can do like seven twenty spin yeah. dunks. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, that was that was never my style. I wasn't dunking none of that stuff. So it's yeah. it's good fun to try and learn plays and try and moves and stuff. But yeah. no, nah, it doesn't uh, doesn't, it doesn't really translate. Yeah, okay. Because I've
1: always found I always you know going back to playing golf, like I've found golf games can really replicate that that moment on the course where you need to sink a putt to, you know, do whatever. Same with, um, soccer games to a point, like, I, not that I've played <laughs> soccer, but I certainly reckon, um, uh, it does a pretty good job of replicating the sport. Like finessing and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. yeah and yeah, I've, yeah. I, I, like basketball games always been a bit hit, hit a miss for me. Having played basketball, not to, not to give us level, but mm. certainly played a grade for a bit, you know, and, um, had a fair, uh, um, uh, crack at the game, but, I've never really found a basketball game that really, truly... I just wanted to know from a professional uh, point of view. Well, clearly not. So, no, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. That's my
0: answer. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, um, Gibbo, one one more from me, mate. Um, just before we uh, we hit a total of, of how much Streamrazer raised for the Starlight Children's Foundation, but the NBL will commence its 43rd season uh, at the end of the year. Well, hopefully. hopefully um, yeah. and, and I know it's early <laughs> days, but have you guys got any sort of indication as to whether or not that will go ahead as planned or or anything like that
4: no it obviously got pushed back by two months to december 3rd instead of october 3rd um it's um i mean it was all tracking the right way and and i think everywhere else in australia besides victoria seems to be heading heading in the right path so Hopefully it does. Like we we will uh, work around the AFL. Obviously, when they their season finish, that's kind of why we push back and, and mm. the NRL. But I mean, fingers crossed. Hopefully, it's just Victoria. It's going through this bad patch right now. It seems like it is. Um, hopefully, within six weeks, it can be kind of really shut down the whole virus and we we can play games. But yeah. it's still five months away, so it's still a long time off. And I guess we we'll just have to wait and see. I'm guessing
1: you be um, wouldn't be adverse to having a hub situation like the AFL are going to, going to do if you ha- if it came to that?
4: No, I would, I mean, we wouldn't be concerned about that at all. No. Obviously we, it's kind of a big deal to have crowds at our games. Um, yes.
1: Oh yeah. Watching so, those last two playoff games between Sydney and Perth and not having the crowd there was, was
4: really weird. It was not It was Wasn't strange. Yeah. It? it was strange. Yeah. Really. So strange. Obviously we need crowds to, to, I think to survive and, Um, you know, if Melbourne's in a bad situation, we we may have to temporarily move somewhere else and and just to make a season. But, you know, if we got a hub, it the hub, the AFL hubs look like a lot of fun. They've yeah, we've got everything stuck <laughs> in those hotels. I'd be all for that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not a lot of fun if you're following West Australian teams, mate. I can I can tell you that now because both. Uh, yeah. Um, well,
1: but mind you, if you a gamer like Gibbo, just get a decent internet connection. Yeah, no, true. Fortnite, yeah, bang, uh, fair enough, Boom.
0: bang, and you're in the money. Hey, speaking of money, mate. Um, final thing, Streamraiser, as we mentioned,
4: was last week the grand total raise. Have you got a total that Streamraiser knocked off? Yeah, so for. For stream we set a target of a thousand dollars after yep. night one i think we we're at, at about eight fifty. after our fortnighting escapade and then after the four weeks it was about 2252 dollars over oh, the four awesome. weeks the four days yeah. that we did it so bloody really sensational pretty, thought, pretty special.
0: Mate. yeah bloody earth that's awesome amazing mate we'll leave you to it thank you very much for giving us your time tonight we really appreciate it take care over there in uh in victoria and um, we hope uh, everything sets on its way properly and, and we can look forward to seeing you guys uh, for the for the next season of the NBL, mate. Take care of yourself. Thanks again.
4: No, I really appreciate it. And thanks a lot for, for supporting uh, Starlight as well. It means a lot to the kids. Oh, no worries. Good on you, Gibbo. Good Take you, care. Gibbo. See you, boys. See hey you, mate. mate. What, what a legend.
0: I mean, hey. Dan, I'm just going to toss it out there. Gamers. What a legend. Gamers. Gamers. What an absolute Gamers. legend. Gamers are legends. Uh, so, <clears throat> we're going to have to move on because we've got other things in the show. So, we can't, uh, unfortunately, wait for Creaky. Um, yes. But, you know, these things happen with professional sports stars. They've got busy lives, mate. So, um, really nice to catch up with Gibbo tonight. And we really appreciate it. And, of course, um, just fantastic news for the Starlight Children's Foundation. It really is, yeah. Uh, and StreamRaiser. They've got yep. plenty more awesome things happening. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be right there with it. Now, here's the thing, right? You know... Yeah, you know what I the don't. game of the year games are, but I don't
1: know. I don't know the year.
0: You don't know the year. No, you do. I do. So I can't. I can't play. I can't play. So can we give? Can we give me two gamers? You know, people, okay, who, whoever's watching right now, we're gonna we're gonna have to muck around with this. All yeah. right, we're gonna have to do this on mind, the fly. I don't mind. On if you're watching right now, here's what we need you to do. Can you put in the letters capital P L E to make yourself eligible to be chosen to be represented? Capitals P L E. Now, I know some of our team are watching as we speak. Okay, this should be straight jacket Jim. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, yes. hello. Hey, yes. You're a legend. How are you, straight? I'm doing fantastic. How about you, fellas? Yeah, going well. Hold the line for a sec, will you? All right. Hold
1: the line. Gaming is always on. That's a good song.
0: Do you ever, while you're typing in a number, say it out loud? That's literally what I was just about to do do um, for the butler. And butler's the racing content creator in our team, so the ladies love him. Butler. Hello. I can't believe it's not butler. Hey. Okay, <laughs> so here we go. Uh, let's conference them up. Oh, look at you I can't believe this is actually going to bloody work. Gonna work. Uh, so God bless our team. All right, <laughs> Straight, have we got you there? You have. And Butler, have we got you there? Yes, sir. Oh, God bless technology. Yes. Yeah. All is- right. It worked. It worked first go. So, I know. God, you wouldn't... uh, Don't speak too soon. (laughs) Yeah, be careful, guys. We don't know what we're dealing with here at the moment. Um, So, here's what's going to happen, guys. Uh, Once again, I'm going to give everybody just a quick moment to type the capital letters P-L-E in chat. Type in P-L-E in chat to make yourself eligible. And we're going to roll. You guys will be representing a couple of legends. There they go. In they go. They going. They're going. They're going. Everybody's eligible. All right. Here we go. We are rolling the first one.
2: All right. All right.
0: The Vimesy. Ah, the Vimesy. Straight Jack Jim, you will be playing for the Z. Let's roll the next one. Oh, I don't know if this is meant to be a re-roll. I mean, I'm going to say Raphael Farmer, but I think he's won recently. I feel like he's won.
1: Do
2: you?
0: Yeah, I feel, like, I feel he, like he has. Would he be honest enough to tell you? In chat? Yeah, 100%. He's one of the most honest guys that you'll ever come across in your interview. Honest life. as the
1: day is long, Pete.
0: Honest as the day is long. I'm pretty sure he has won something already from us recently. No. What 40 minutes? This meeting will end in 10 minutes? Are you joking? Is he in chat? I don't know if he's in chat. I'm just going to roll it again.
1: He'll understand. He'll understand.
0: I think he's lurking. Oh, it's JB7395. Yes! Around to- okay. All right. So, <clears throat> straight jacket, Jim, you are playing for the Vimesy. Let's do this, Vimesy. And, uh... Butler? Oh, AdSki, thank you. Uh, Zoom has a 40-minute free restriction. My God. Um, Butler, I can't believe it's not. Butler, you are playing for JB. All
4: right, JB, let's do this. Yes.
0: <laughs> JB, mate, not JB. Jesus. Um, all right, hang on a sec. Is this thing on? Okay. <laughs> here we go. Oh, God, here we go. No, we don't say JB, not until they sponsor the podcast. All right, are we ready? Here's how this works. I have three game themes here. You'll hear them one by one. First, we'll have some fun identifying the theme, and then you'll have the year to pick from. Are you both ready?
1: Ready. Probably.
0: Here's your first one. I'd let this one play out, by the way. All
3: right, Rod, you ready? Let's break down some NBA basketball. Let's do it up. Jalen Rose behind the back.
1: It seems the little men always have the big game, whether it's Mike Bibby and the biggest scorer in the league is Allen Iverson. Count that, Bob, but let's talk old school basketball. They taught him how to get it done.
0: Dr. So any thoughts on what the game might be just yet?
2: I, I think it's
0: probably an gonna... NBA game, right? Yeah, it's an
2: NBA game, yep. yep. Yeah. You're going to go out on the limb and say something like 2K? It is 2K. Uh, now, this Uh-oh. one,
0: it is 2K1, you guys. This is 2K1. So All I right. need the year that you think it's from. Now, you both can answer with the same year, and then we'll move on to day, and we'll move on to uh, month as well
2: if we have to. But what See, year do know.
0: you reckon it was from? 2K1. Um, well, I'll have
2: to go first. It's, um. So, Alan Iverson was in there. That's probably the last five years or so. I don't know. I'm terrible at basketball. Alan Iverson, the um, last five years. Oh, Jesus. I have, no, I have no idea. This will be interesting. Um, yeah, I know. Let's, let's go. Let's Well, on that one, let's go back. Um, let's let's call it 2013. I've got no idea. <coughs> 2013.
0: Uh, I can't believe it's not. Butler, what year do you reckon it's from? Um, I wish I knew more about basketball now
4: um you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna undercut him I'm gonna go 2012.
1: Mm.
0: it was actually the year 2000 oh, oh wow, oh, yeah. wow.
1: <laughs> the one to Butler
0: and even though it was called 2k1 it was actually the second in the franchise believe
1: uh, it. That
4: yeah really that confused me because I know I know EA did that but I know 2k did that so
0: so there you go guys uh the first point goes to I can't believe it's not Butler uh, for JBase7395. Here comes your next one.
2: Oh
0: oh. I mean, really? Really? my,
2: gold, my! It on. is golden. Yeah, I007.
0: Yes. And uh, what year do we reckon it's from, you guys? Mm-hmm.
4: Um, you go first, I Butler. I think it's n sixty. I know it's N64, so I want to... I don't know. Um, I want
2: to say 94. I'm going to go with 97.
4: Oh.
0: He's bang on the money. It was, in fact, 1997.
4: And we are all tied up for the ball
0: game. Oh, U- yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here comes your last one. Light up one apiece. <laughs> Sorry, Dan, I didn't realize how late we're running. Not so good. Actually, I'm apologizing to you. I poly- should apologize to Nico. <laughs> yeah.
2: You're apologizing to me. I'm not being Nico Swap.
0: <laughs> oh shit, you're up next. Okay. Oh, that's right, Nico was last night. Uh, any thoughts on this one, you guys? No idea. Australia's fine is saying O M G nostalgia, which is interesting.
4: If, is it an AFL game
0: then? No.
2: Uh, I kind of want to say it's something like an, an early Silent Hill or Resident Evil or something like that, but I never played those games. Yeah, it's got that sort of um
0: sort of eerie theme, doesn't it?
2: Yeah.
0: And this might blow your minds. It was actually the first iteration of what we now know is. These days, Fortnite.
2: Oh, yes.
0: there you go. There you go. I had it the same reaction, by the way. Fortnite. What? Uh, so give it to me, guys. What year was what we now know
2: as Fortnite released? Jesus, I got no idea. Um, I'm going to go with 2015. I got no idea.
4: <laughs> um,. I'm gonna
0: say I know that there was it was not a battle royale beforehand, so and I got wind of the 2018. I wanna say 2017. It was
2: 2017. <clears throat> Well done, well done. Uh yeah, boys, boys, well played.
0: Congratulations to JBay seven three nine five, who picks themselves up a fifty dollar PLE gift card as well. They are everything gaming, all in one place, just like us. Legends, thank you so much for playing tonight. We appreciate it. And at short notice. Good on you, boys.
2: Thank you. No worries, guys. Thanks for thanks for the game. I'll catch you all in a bit. Yeah. Yes. yes.
0: Oh, yeah. actually, um, hey Straight, while we've got you really quickly, what are you playing tonight?
2: I'm doing a speedrun attempt at Super Mario World with no Star Road. Oh, hello.
0: hello Get around him. Well, hello, good luck to Victor. you, sir. We'll leave you to it, and uh, we'll hand things over momentarily.
2: No worries. See you later, next, mate. Bye. See you,
0: bro. All right. There you go. Um, now, Dan, what do you want to do? <laughs> I'm, and I'm opening this one up to you because there's a couple of things that we still need to do tonight. I still need to roll out uh, a very, very legendary video from our good mate Apolodex for Game Time Edits. Which I am happy to hang around and do. That's perfectly fine, um, and it's a good one tonight. It's a it's an introduction to resolve as well, which is very well. Handy let's just for roll that hard. out.
1: I won't tell the story. The big question. I'm just going to ask it, and then we're going to finish the show. Pete, is that right? I'll explain the story next. week.
0: Oh, I I love it. I love it. I think it's a hook great and tees, idea, mate, hook and I love tees. a good hook and tease. Yeah. A good hook and tease is always good. Now, uh, guys, uh, I was late to getting this one in, so I've had to muck around with a couple of things but I'm just going to see if I can sort this out. Now, um, just bear with us, but Game Time Edits is on YouTube as we speak, and it's a great channel for those of you who are content creators and you really want to get yourself to that next level, but you're doing it on a budget. So the summary is editing on a budget. Everyone in your chat can get in on DaVinci Resolve and start editing right now. Um, Bear with me a moment. God, we're doing a lot of things on the fly tonight, aren't we? Mate. All right. Hang around for this. like gamers do. Because you're going to love it. Make shit happen. They make shit happen, Dan. Oh, my God. They make shit happen. So I've just got to add some scenes and all that sort of stuff. So So I'm just adding a new scene now. Look at you you go. There we go. go. Right now it's darkness, but people can see us. Uh, People can't see us. They can hear us. They can hear us. They can hear us. I
1: wonder how we we sound when you can't actually see us on the well i I'm, I'm a big believer in theater, Peter. I, yep. I think sometimes having, not having the visual there is actually a good thing. You reckon because it makes it plays in the imagination. You reckon right now I'm seven foot tall, handsome, mm-hmm. head full of hair, <laughs> 22 years old, tanned. My Europe. A, you're a bloody um <laughs> bullshit. <ass>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh God, uh, where's my bloody date? modified stuff?
3: There it is. All right, here we go. Here we go. Dan and Pete, thank you so much. Today we're going to be doing it a little bit differently. I'm going to level with you here. Video editing softwares like the Adobe Creative Suite, Avid Media Composer and Sony Vegas do come with a hefty price tag. It comes at no surprise that a monthly subscription really does burn a hole in a lot of people's pockets. And I understand that young and upcoming video editors and content creators really do need to work to a budget. For those of you who aren't on board already, I'm going to show you DaVinci Resolve. If you head over to the DaVinci Resolve page, you can download a light-free version of their software, enough for you to jump in and get cutting. DaVinci Resolve is amazing editing software and is already an industry standard when it comes to colour grading and colour correction. Come with me and I'll show you a step-by-step basics on how to start your edits in DaVinci Resolve all the way to exporting. Welcome. Welcome. To DaVinci Resolve. It may feel a little bit daunting at first, but let me break down the very basics from start to finish so that you can explore and experiment yourself. Starting from right to left, DaVinci Resolve has seven unique workspaces or modes. The first is Media Mode, where we can search through our storage and drives to import all the video, graphic and music assets you'll use in your project. The Media Workspace is a great place to sort through your recordings, review them, and apply general housekeeping. For more on creating a clean workspace, check out my housekeeping tutorial before you get cracking in Resolve. Next across is the Cut Mode, designed for quick and easy timeless edits. If you're looking to bang together a few gaming clips and throw some music on it, this is the mode for you. The top timeline represents your video in full, with the start of the project on the left, and the end of it on the right. The second one is your basic timeline, where you can cut, slice, trim, and pretty much apply the basic tools to get started on your edit. Edit mode is where you really want to be, unlocking all the tools you'd otherwise use in Premiere Pro or Sony Vegas. In edit mode, we can take more creative control over our edits. Much like Premiere Pro's effects controls, we can transform our images through position, scale, and other options, including keyframes for audio and video tracks, as well as basic audio edits. If you have ever worked in a non-linear editing software, this workspace will feel somewhat familiar. Try learn the ins and outs of edit mode, as you'll most likely be spending a great deal of time here. The next mode is Fusion, your one-stop shop when it comes to adding additional graphics and effects to your edit. Through the software's node-based visual effects interface, you are able to add graphic-based elements to your edit, similar to that of After Effects but just all under the one roof. Next up is Color Mode, a color grader's dream workspace. To sum this up in one sentence, Color mode can help you correct and modify a variety of things in the picture like, say, brightness and darkness, colors, saturation or contrast. If your images are too dark, brighten them up. If their colors feel bland, bring them back to life. When mastered, the color mode can be used to redesign the look and feel of your projects entirely. But that's a tutorial for another day. The next mode in our workspace sequence is Fairlight, an inbuilt solution to audio management. Think of it like a mini Pro Tools or a Adobe Audition. You can use a variety of tools to modify or repair sound issues, record voiceovers, and overall make your video sound professional in a pinch. The final workspace is Deliver, a last minute chance to review your project, then prepare it for export. DaVinci Resolve has pre-built export settings for Vimeo, YouTube and other social media video supporting sites. Once your settings are in order, it's as simple as adding your project to the render queue and exporting it to a desired location. Media. Cut. Edit. Fusion. Color. Fairlight. Deliver. The perfect workflow from right to left to take your edits to the next level and all on a budget with DaVinci Resolve's light version. And for more helpful tips on how you can go from amateur to pro with your content creation and video editing, head over to Game Time Edits over on YouTube. Thanks, chat, and thank you to the guys at Game On Australia. Back to you.
1: Mate, he's bloody... I mean, Jesus Christ. uh, What I like about him is that he's picking out stuff that's really handy to know if you're going to get into this kind of stuff. Yeah. Having used Premiere Pro, um, video editing for years now, um, there's so much you could talk about, but the stuff he's talking about is exactly what you need to know, which is fantastic.
0: So um, if you want, and you should, you should be, if you are a content creator worth your salt, mm. uh, you should be checking out Apollodex's, uh YouTube channel, Game Time Edits on YouTube and go there, follow it. All the stuff that we play are already there, ready to go, and you can watch it over and again until you get it and practice it. it and all that sort of stuff. Yep. So big thanks to Apolodex. We really appreciate it. Mate, big question. Should we knock it out really quickly? You
1: want to toss it out? I'll just ask the question. I'll explain next week the story behind it. Okay, all right. Big, 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 big,
0: big, 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 big,
2: big, 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 big,
4: big, 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 big,
0: big, 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 big,
1: big, 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 Why is the reason they rage quit? Oh, rage quit stories. I rage rage quit last week. uh, Did you? Yeah. Was it rage quit and throw the control? I turned the whole thing off and left the room. Oh, hello. I'll explain next week. Okay. But I want to know why people have... The last time someone rage quit, why?
0: Okay. So put it on our socials. If you're watching this on twitch.tv slash game on oz, uh, look out on Friday. The big question post will go up. We'll take your stories. If you're listening to this by the time it's out on the podcast uh, you can go to our socials and you can answer the question it would be lovely to hear from you mm. Should we bugger off? Let's bugger off well, We've got to bugger off i got some gaming to do That's it from us We are done skiing Big thank you to our guests tonight yeah. Bloody Gibber Bloody Gibber Adam Gibson from the South East Melbourne Phoenix and uh, a, a couple Not of so creaky. <laughs> oh,
3: Bloody
4: creaky <laughs> Bloody creaky.
0: He's a captain yeah. He's captain He's fine. probably captaining stuff yeah. he's, he's captaining stuff He's busy captaining stuff um, but a big thank you to the Legends of the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix for yeah. organising their guys to join us tonight, for the guys for giving us their time, and, of course, to the Starlight Children's Foundation and the mm. Streamraiser Initiative doing such incredible work. Keep doing it, please, guys. A couple of things that you guys need to know. As we speak, if you go to tournament.gameonaus.com, tournament.gameon.aus.com, it will take you directly to our up-and-coming tournament. It's a Valorant 5v5. Looking forward to this. We're doing Valorant. I bloody can't wait to see people get amongst it. Um, Join our Discord. Dive into our socials. If you're listening to this and you made it all the way to this end of it. You're welcome.
2: Welcome.
0: (laughs) Our apologies. Um, (laughs) But, you know, shoot us a five-star rating. Actually, if you're watching this right now on Twitch, I know you're in front of your computer. Find our podcast. Give us a five-star rating. Rocket us up the bloody Ah, charts, you guys. We'd really appreciate it. That'd be great. Let's piss off Um, Straightjacket Jim in for Nico. He's coming up next. He's doing speed runs. And a thanks to PLE Computers as well. Have a bloody great weekend in gaming. And as we always say, diddly Dan. (laughs) Don't forget to diddly save. (laughs) (laughs) Diddly bye.